Hello everybody and welcome after a slight hiatus. We decided to, after October, because there was so much going on with Halloween and everything, that we figured since we've we made it six months, six, seven months of doing the podcast, we took November off because that's normally when you have a lot of holiday stuff. You start looking at your Christmas shopping stuff, you're trying to get everything under control. And we're just took some time. Uh, CJ started a new job. Yeah. So we um, and also my job is very busy in November and December. I have the joy of working slightly retail, but also taking people's donations. So and doing forklift stuff. Oh. So, it's a very busy season for me, but we decided to come back. This is December 1st. Woohoo! We are back on our old schedule, which is probably the best days to do these going forward. It's just on Sundays, because now uh, she works Monday through Friday. I don't work on Sundays and Mondays, so it kind of evens out to do these on Sundays. And I decided it'd be great to do what I consider the first Christmas horror type movie that I ever saw. Me too. It's one of my favorites. It is Joe Dante's Gremlins, which is... In 1947. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm just throughout. I wanted to be smart, and it was wrong. It's like probably 1987 or something. I think it was around like 85, 87. See, I was close, guys. <laughs> this movie is a big part of my childhood. I would say Gremlins is a big part of my childhood because I had I had a gizmo that if you shook him, he made like this little squeaky sound mm-hmm. and then i had gremlin storybooks i had color forms which were those backgrounds where you put the little stickers on them and move it around to make the scenes yeah ironically the gremlins watched my one of my all-time favorite disney movies inside of the movie and the movie just is what i consider a perfect christmas movie yeah and nobody can say it's not a Christmas movie because the movie takes place on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Do you hear what I hear? And every time I hear that song, <laughs> I think of Gremlins. Gremlins. So, for people who don't know, Gremlins is this kid. Fucking uh, awesome movie. Billy works yes. at a bank and has the most F up boss she's like mean talking about wanting to string up his well, dog by Christmas it's not, not the boss it's like the landlady well she owns the bank oh she does yeah. I did not realize that yeah um his dad is like a really bad inventor everything yes. he invents does not work <laughs> mm-hmm. and he goes and wants to buy a Christmas present for his son Billy and stumbles upon this weird like uh, uh, a Chinese kid that's just tells him that he what knows. What are those places called? Like Odyssey shops? It, it, it's, it's an Odyssey shop. Yeah. 
This kid's grandpa runs it, which is the quintessential looking Chinese dude. Old Chinese dude, wise looking. Long, uh, the Fu Manchu beard, the long white hair, the little hat on top smoking out of a pipe. And that's where you get to see, like, the cutest, Gizmo. the cutest little guy ever. Gizmo. Gizmo. He's a mogwai. Which is weird because Gizmo's technically the hero and the villain because he's the vessel for... I don't consider him a villain. I can... But without him, there'd be no villain. But if the kid actually listened to the rules, there wouldn't have been villains anyway. So you can't... You can't say it was Gizmo's fault. In the first one, it's kind of an accident. The second yeah, one, it's I not. don't know about the second one. I just We're not going to discuss the, the second one because she hasn't seen that one. And the second one actually doesn't take place on Christmas. And it's in some weird cable company facility. Yeah, I can't remember. Isn't it like everyone is like a different holiday or whatever? And the the chick that he likes has something bad to she say about a, every holiday. An, in the second one, she has things, something wrong with President's Day. In the first one... um. It was Christmas. Uh, she hated yeah, Christmas. Phoebe Cotis, who's known for Fast uh, Times at Richmond High, and this movie, because I haven't seen her anything else. Oh, and she was in Drop Dead Fred as the girl, which is an adult. Um, she has a weird, morbid story uh, when Billy's walking her home after work, and she works at a bar. Because she hates Christmas. Because one year on Christmas, her dad dressed up as a Santa suit, and he tripped and fell and broke his neck and was in the chimney, stuck for like three days with all of their presents, and that's why she hates Christmas. (laughs) I think I would hate Christmas, too. And one of the really cool characters is... uh, the guy who's who's always drunk, and he drives the snowplow, and he, he, he keeps talking about all the gremlins that destroyed all this stuff in World War II and in Korea, and that there's gremlins in everybody's machines. Yeah, the crazy. <laughs> He's in, like, every, like, if they needed a horror trope in the 80s, he was he was in there. I don't remember the actor's name, but he's... Really funny. And, um... The guy from the Santa Claus is in Gremlins. The guy that plays Charlie's dad in... Stepdad in Santa Claus. Yeah. Is his... <laughs> his co-worker best friend who's a dick. In Gremlins. Yes. He's in there. And so what happens is they, they bring home Gizmo. And he's like happy-go-lucky. And he has this... His classic song that he sings. Mm-hmm. With his cute little face. You know, I have that as my ringtone. <laughs> and he... <laughs> uh, one of the main things, he, he always says things, but he when he says things, he sounds scared. I know. He'll be like, Mogwai. White, white, bright, white. And he loves TV. <laughs> uh-huh. He loves TVs. There's even a scene where uh, Billy has a 3D comic book on the bed. And nonchalantly, Gizmo grabs the 3D glasses and starts looking. <laughs> and Corey Feldman is actually in the movie. Um, he 
take he's the little kid that has the Christmas tree shit that brings mm-hmm. them the tree. He accidentally drops water on them on on Giz and then they start popping out like little donut holes. Yeah, that's how they reproduce it by water. But they look like critters, like in that part. They remind me of critters when they pop out. That's what the critters do. Critters. We might talk about that one day, like in an episode on this, on critters. And the funny thing is the first one that comes out, Every most people I know, they call him by the wrong name. I will always call him Spike. Because um, he's Stripe. Because in the second one, he's Spike, which is weird. So, everybody calls him by the name of the gremlin in the second movie. But they look exactly the same in the beginning, but then he turns into this weird-looking gremlin in the second one, and he doesn't have the stripe. Hmm. And the first thing that Stripe does, like, on Christmas morning, which is weird product placement... When Gizmo's playing a Donkey Kong little arcade machine. Yeah. And he gets a stripe, hawks a loogie, and spits it in Gizmo's face. Oh. And I remember that vividly. That's and, crazy. And there's... The movie's basically... The way it goes, there's a lot of cool scenes in the movie. Um, The not-so-cool one is when... Uh, the dog is strung up by Christmas lights. By the gremlins. <laughs> were they gremlins at that point, or were they still no. mogwais? They were still mogwais. I think that actually was the owner of the bank. You do? That did it, because they insinuated so much that you're just like, yeah. that had to be her, because they don't start turning until... So what happens is when they're little, they keep them in this box like, like they're kittens, and they chew the wire to his alarm clock, which I had that alarm clock. Those old ass fucking alarm clocks where you have to turn the dial on it to move the numbers. Mm-hmm. So they can get chicken. And you you kind of know something's off now when you're older and you watch because Gizmo won't eat the chicken. Mm-hmm. Because it's after midnight, so he won't eat it. But they do. Which slowly starts the cycle because he takes one of the mogwai to a school teacher in a cage. Because it's all in a cocoon. Well, not yet. They didn't hit that stage yet. He gives him the cage and then the dude starts experimenting on him. And then they slowly start turning. So they turn from these little cute little furry things. To these evil Slimy, gross, disgusting things. Yeah. And before we start talking about the second half, one thing that we have to talk about is um, all throughout the movie, Billy's car never works. Uh, His slug bug. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's Christmas time, so there's snow everywhere. And it looks like either like Wisconsin or something like that. They never say what city they're in. But it looks like it. And every time he goes to turn it on, it doesn't work. So he keeps... Walking to work. Walking to work. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the town square, it's the same town square from uh, 
Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And it has exactly the same buildings as Back to the Future. Yes. Which is weird. Like, I don't know, the old lady that, I guess, owns the bank. I didn't realize she owned the bank. But she's like this wicked woman in the whole movie. Like, you don't feel sorry for her Like at the family all. that comes up and says, oh, my husband just... Got la, laid la, off. Got, just got laid off, and we don't know if we're going to be able to pay the mortgage this month. And she's like, well, you better get some jackets. Yeah, something like that, because <laughs> I don't have enough money to get jackets for my, my kids. Well, Or so, something like that. I can't remember she's, the whole thing. She was just evil. Like, she has no remorse or anything for anybody. And, like, I think... Uh, Billy's dog, like, the whole reason why she hates Billy's dog is because it took out, the dog took out uh, her snowman, her glass snowman, and she brought the head into the bank and, like, (laughs) was angry and yelling, and that's when the dog, like, attacked her, but it didn't really attack her, just... Jumped up and barked. Jumped up and barked, and then she dropped her... her... And faked a heart, like, she was having a heart attack. Yeah, she dropped to the floor and was like, oh, my heart, my heart, my weak heart. Yeah, so that's her. And then she's like, in the bank with everybody else around, is like telling Billy all the stuff that she wants to do to the dog. And all this stuff before the dog goes crazy. So it's almost like the dog knows what she's saying. Yeah. And it's just horrible. It's like, I'm going to tie him up and I'm going to electrocute him. I'm going to make sure that he dies. And, like, just all this crazy stuff. So, I like the dog better than her. <laughs> I would have barked at her, too. So then what happens halfway through is all the... The cocoons look like um the eggs from Alien. Before the kind face, of, yeah. Before the face huggers come out. And they all burst and it has, like, really cool... Like music, music, and doesn't it have like some sort of like smoke? Yeah, that kind of go everywhere. Comes out or fog or something. And the one of the reasons I like the the gremlins is each of them has a different personality. Mm -hmm. They're not like a collective unit. Like some of them are funny, some of them are jokey, some of them are mean, and some of the scenes that come up after this. There's, like, parody scenes of, like, other movies, which is actually kind of funny. So, first one I'll mention is the bar scene. You remember that one, right? Yeah, the bar scene. The one where you have, um, you have the guys playing (laughs) poker Mm -hmm. around the table, and one of them gets caught cheating, so one of the gremlins pulls out a revolver and shoots him in the face. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you have, uh... The guy that's just swinging around on the fan. That's the one that I remember the most, is swinging around. Or the flasher. (laughs) He has the little trench coat and he opens it up. Oh, yeah. There's so much that's going on in that whole scene. The one that gets, I think most people remember, is there's actually, they recreate the reveal scene of the Phantom of the Opera, where one of the gremlins is wearing a Phantom of the Opera mask and it goes like this. (laughs) (laughs) And then they don't like bright lights, so she takes out a fucking camera and just starts taking pictures. Mm-hmm, and they with start, a flash. 
they start falling off the the bar stools and then because weren't they getting more aggressive as yes, everything was going on? They were drinking, they were doing all the stuff and getting more aggressive with yeah. her, and she really wanted out of the situation. Like the guy that had seven cigarettes in his mouth. Oh <laughs> yeah, the gremlin that had seven cigarettes in his mouth and gosh, that's a chain smoker right there for you. And then Billy turns the lights onto his car and they all just run away. Yeah. And then the second memorable scene to me is the theater scene. I'm well, I'm not gonna do that one yet because that was my favorite. Oh okay. Um, is the the Christmas carols where oh. they they knock on the the bank landlord's House. door. Yeah. And before that, there's this whole montage of like people calling a radio station talking about gremlins. Somebody goes, uh, these. Cop, the cop car drives by and their brakes have been cut by the gremlins and somebody disconnects the stoplights. So there's this big car accident. Somebody goes to put his mail in the mailbox and the gremlin pulls him in and eats in. But it's... The <laughs> the bank lady opens the door and then... They all are singing... Badly. <laughs> I think it was like Deck the Halls or something like that. And they have like hats on and earmuffs... And they have Christmas Carol books, which I don't know where they got those. Probably from other Christmas carolers that they harassed and maybe killed. So she runs back in, and apparently she like has like a a hover chair. <laughs> it's one of those um oh stair chairs. For I can't remember what they are. There, it's not a hover chair, babe. It's something else. It it takes you from the downstairs to the upstairs. Yeah, I can't remember they what they're called. My grandpa had one. I can't remember what it's called. Then one of the gremlins hot wires it. I was gonna say stairmaster, <laughs> but that's wrong because that's the one where you walk on. Yeah, the, I love yeah. the it getting hot wired, and then she because the gremlins hot wire it, it overpowers and it shoots her out the the, the window. <laughs> And then she lands on the snow with her feet up. Yeah. And like she, she died. Yes. There, I don't know how many people died in this a one. Lot. You think so? Uh, they show a lot of people die. I was like, I, I only remember like maybe two or three. Well, there's the car accident. There's the mailbox guy. There's the old lady. There's a whole montage just even on the radio. You can hear them getting munched. Okay, I'll just have station. to rewatch it. To I love watching it, so I'll, re- I'll have to rewatch it and like do like a body count because I only thought there was a only two people actually few. kill gremlins in the movie. Yeah. Well, Billy's mom didn't she microwave him? She sprays him with Pam in the face, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and he gets. She shoves him into the microwave. Microwave blender. And that's and the one stripe was in the Christmas tree. Because yeah. he's the one that slices her face on her cheek. And that's after they put on Christmas music to torment her for some reason. Do you hear what I hear? As creepy noises are going yeah. on, yeah. Yeah, because stripe busts out the window. But the and the most famous scene in this whole movie, which makes no sense, because these gremlins are supposed to be truly evil people, and all of them are 
sitting in a movie theater together, and they're watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And then Hi-Ho comes on, and they all sing it. Hi-Ho, Hi-Ho, off to work we go. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Which is an awesome scene in the movie. And before that, the way that they super multiplied is... Uh, Jumping into a pool. Because Billy went to rescue Gizmo because Stripe tried to murder him and kill him and shove him down a laundry chute. So he got bandaged up by Billy. Billy bandaged up his arm because he got hurt. Because they... Earlier in the movie, they tied... They tied Gizmo to a dartboard and they threw darts at him. Oh, yeah. But Billy helped him out. Because the other person that died was the teacher. Well, I knew the teacher. Because he wanted to give him a Snickers and apparently the gremlin was hungry. He wanted more than a Snickers. You ain't (laughs) you when you're hungry. Yep. (laughs) So Stripe jumped in a swimming pool and it just started smoking. And then the next time you see Stripe... There's, like, tons of gremlins. Like, hundreds. And the cool thing about this movie is it is not CG. It is all all animated. It's all animatronics or puppets. So all the gremlins are puppets. And so that, to me, is, like, really good for the time period that it was in. Because you can't tell. Because once you start watching the movie, you just get lost in the movie. And then... Billy blows up the movie theater, but Stripe isn't in there because he's hungry and he wants candy, and there's no more candy in the shop in the movie theater. So he goes to the toy store. (laughs) And then Billy, Gizmo, and the girl all go to... And that's also when the story starts. And when she tells the story, if you look at Gizmo's face, he looks really sad. Mm. I never noticed Gizmo's face. I was always he, he distraught. Does, he does a lot of um. He's very animated for a puppet. Oh yeah, I love his like, his super animated his emotions. Like you know when he's scared because he looks scared and he's shaking under the covers. Like yo, don't see me or. When he's happy, like he's ah, like very ecstatic. You'd you'd like the second one because they play music and Gizmo dances. <laughs> so they all go I'm to waiting the, for my favorite scene. So they all go to the toy store. Yes, and it's my favorite scene. And there is so many cool moments in there, except for when Stripes starts throwing like saw blades at Billy and almost cuts him in the, like almost gets him. Mm-hmm. And then they there's even a point where Spike has a gun and starts shooting. And the only thing that Billy grabs is a baseball bat. Yeah. An aluminum baseball bat. And then the one that kind of saves the day. Somehow Gizmo finds a, an elect, a remote control Barbie car. I love like that a, part. I think it's actually a power wheel. Burr, burr, burr. Like he's just so happy. I love that part. And then he... Rams him into, like, the garden part of this department store. Yeah. And Stripe hits the wall and the the blinds, the old school type of blinds, go up. And that scene kind of creeped me out when I was a kid. Of course. Because 
the the bright light can kill them and gizmo like hides under <laughs> a blanket like he's yeah. hidden but stripe just starts melting like in detail and he's like in this water fountain because he tries to jump in the water fountain to like multiply to get some buddies but he just starts melting and he goes from like gremlin to like, like skeleton, skeleton of a gremlin with to... a melting face and yeah then, it was then almost he... like wax you know like the wax just dripping off yeah he even lunges at at billy yeah and then it he did falls final to... scare and falls to the ground and then you get uh kind of a happy ending but kind of not really because they go back to the house and the owner of the mogwai shows up because he wasn't supposed to be sold in the first place because he didn't trust um, Billy's dad at all. Obviously. But he said, yep. maybe maybe one day you can have him. So it's... Yeah. It's kind of sad because he says, Billy, bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye, Billy. Bye-bye. <laughs> so bye. it's... That part made me cry. Slightly spoiler, but in the second one, like, the old man, like, dies, like, in the first five minutes. That's sad. They they tear down the bu- the his little shop. That's and sad. And the building falls down on him. Well, the building doesn't fall down, but he dies, like, in his bed. So Gizmo's by himself for, like, weeks. <laughs> Does he go back to Billy? Uh, the place where Billy works is actually, like, down the street at a oh. cable company. And he's running around the cable company and randomly finds Billy, oh. who's now a, he draws the buildings. He's architect. An, he, he, he's an architect now. It's set like five years after the first one. Hmm. With a random cameo by Hulk Hogan. <laughs> wow. The gremlins take control of the movie and try and shut it down so you can't see Gizmo win. And then Hulk Hogan yells at the screen. And rips his shirt in Hulk Hogan faction. And then the movie goes back to where it was. <laughs> wow. It's funny if you watch it. So, to me, this movie is... Like, my childhood, like, wrapped in the one. But it's... There's very few movies from my childhood that I've kept with me. And then I'm like... Because some people, they watch a movie when they're a kid. And then they don't watch it again for, like, 20 years. Me, it's, I've always watched it. I've always had it in a good place. And I've always just kept loving the Gremlins movies. And I rewatch it all the time. I, we have Gremlin. Uh, CJ has a Gizmo plushie. I have several Gizmo plushies, huh? Yeah, because uh, NECA, ma- NECA makes a bunch of gremlin stuff yeah i have a poster she has the gremlins flasher pop figure yes i do and we have a gizmo pop figure and we have a stripe pop figure she has a gizmo t-shirt that she has worn to two different crypticons hell yeah we really like the gremlins movie we think it's really good and it's just it's like a time capsule 
you watch it and you you go back to the age you were when you saw it well not even just that it like has that homey feeling of the holidays in there like the mom making gingerbread cookies and like that whole feeling of oh my gosh i want to be home again that you remember yeah the christmas tree like some of the scenes we didn't mention are the non-scary scenes like there's a scene in the beginning that shows everybody like picking out christmas trees and it's back when you didn't go to a store to buy a a tree in a box you had all the the christmas Christmas trees outside and people cut them down for you and then you could have that there's the snow there's uh, people going christmas shopping at little mom and pop stores like i don't know it just brings you back to when you were young and having that whole experience well when i was young when i was even in the when 90s. i was even when i was a kid it's... i don't think it's that much anymore like i remember going to a christmas tree farm and seeing santa and telling santa what i wanted and having uh hot apple cider and then going and chopping down our christmas tree to bring home and getting to go pet some reindeer whether it was real reindeer or not i don't know yeah it's but uh that kind of like that movie makes me feel like i'm back then when i was little and that gremlins could be real and i just want to find my it's, cute little mogwai. It's kind of like a nostalgia trip. And it's yes. something that in the past five years, Gremlins has gotten such a resurgence that there is tons of Gremlins merchandise now. You can now get posters, toys. Um, you can get uh, wallpapers for your phones now. You can get Gremlins ringtones. You can get rings that have Gremlins characters on them. They have these giant puppets that are reproductions of what they look like in the movies that you can buy. Our house is going to be a very interesting one. If you want to see some of the stuff I'm talking about, uh, Billy from the Game Chasers, if you look at some of the videos that he has on on his vlog channel, his office has a whole bookshelf of Gremlins merchandise. Mm-hmm. And I'm jealous of half of the stuff he has. Well, yeah, we wanted to come on here, start December off good with a little Gremlins talk. Yes, I love Gremlins. I think the thing I like most about Gremlins is Gizmo. Like, I don't know, his just, everything he says. I like Gizmo, but Stripe is also very entertaining to me. Because he has almost as much personality as him. Yeah, he just scared me a lot as a kid, and especially, still to this day, like he still scares me. Especially when he has that hand, handgun, and one of the lines in the movie is "Gizmo, bye bye." Yes, and I he cried. Tries to shoot Gizmo. I cried because I thought Gizmo was gonna die. Or the way he says "Billy." Billy. Well, uh, stripe. Oh, I don't know. Billy. <laughs> That's creepy. That's how he says it in the movie. I don't remember much. And he's the only then. one with red eyes. Because uh, he's, he's the big papa. Yeah, But Gremlins is a movie that you can show your kids. Yes. Like if you're like, hey, I want to show them a kind of creepy uh, Christmas movie that's not, it's not too scary. 
and there's a little bit of... There's not really blood. There's not blood in it. You People die, but you don't overly see them. You don't really see them die, and it's just kind of like a morality tale. It's basically, you can show them gremlins. I agree. So... I do, I do. So we are we are back in December, so... It is December 1st, and, uh... Next Sunday will be the next podcast, or... Next Sunday will be the next podcast, and... We're gonna try to do... Uh, Winter-slash-Christmas-themed... Episodes? Yes. And... It should be fun, because there are some... Quite a few of, uh... Christmassy... Uh, horror movies. I just thought of a whole bunch on the top of my head, so... And there's one I do want to do. I don't know what week we're going to do it in. But when I do, there will be a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. Okay. Sounds great. So, we will talk to you next week. Enjoy your week. Peace out!